Welcome to the Pop Goes the Culture Comics and Collectible Show for Wednesday, July the 18th. We are at our Wednesday home of the Pop Goes the Culture podcast. We're out at Vintage Stock on South Glenstone in Springfield, Missouri. Hopefully, somebody will come in and join us shortly. I know there's some folks in the parking lot Kenny was talking to already. So. Yep, they're already out there <laughs> waiting to come in. So if you listen to the show on the regular and you're off on a Wednesday around 10 o'clock, pop in and uh, join us. But that being said, I am your host, Joey Mills, with GeekDad.com and Pop Goes Culture Podcast. And join us today, we've got... K-Dub with PGTCKen on Twitter. Ooh, are you getting the tweeted? I'm throwing, I'm throwing <laughs> it all out there. All right, and we've got... And we got Dustin with Vintage Stock. Dustin with Vintage Stock is going to be popping in and out, so we are going to ask him a couple questions before he has to go let the people in the parking lot in. I saw Will the other day. At the other one, he's yep. like, <gasps> I was like, <gasps> yeah, he's actually no longer over there. Really? Yep. What's he doing? Um, he just they're getting he ready to move, and, or he just up and quit. Oh my yep, goodness, that sucks. He's got a lot of personal. Oh yeah. Personal well, we wish so. you the best if you're listening, buddy. Yeah, definitely, buddy. Miss you. Yep. It is hump day. If you need a hump day, pick me up. Let us know on our social media. You can always tweet Kenny. Yeah, I just put it up there. So. <laughs> you can uh, hit us up on our social media pages. You can email us. You can call the hotline. Let us know. We'll give you all the information uh, just a little bit later on in the show. Uh, but first, how's everybody's week? First half of the week gone. Not too bad, busy. Yeah, not bad. Ready for my day off. I've been working like 28 <laughs> days straight. So oh, ready, ready, ready for a day off tomorrow. <laughs> I can't <Bad>. imagine why. <laughs> we were like, you're going to come in and be like, oh, dang it. <laughs> <laughs> the alarm's going to go off or not go off. You're going to freak out. Yep. But we were my admiring internal it. alarm's going to go off at like 6 o'clock every morning. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, we were admiring your infinity gauntlets back here <laughs> earlier before we uh, started the show. Yeah, those things are cool if you get a chance to see some people review them online or even come in the store and check them out check the box out you yourself. got a couple of them here yeah yeah we have one um in our case uh, to display to where you can just uh, play with it uh, so you can check it out before well, we're gonna be fun. doing that before we're out of here today <laughs> we may have to shoot a video and put it online oh yeah absolutely yeah. we'll have to do yeah, something cool. That'd yeah be awesome all right well we're going to ask you a couple questions real quick first of all our social media poll question for this week is it's a little different. We had some confusion early on, but this is a different question than what we've asked before. The question is, when you think of summertime, what movie means summer to you? What is the definitive summertime movie? Mm-hmm. There's a few of them to pick from. Yeah, a few hundred to choose from. <laughs> yeah, and we, we left a lot of low-hanging when fruit. When I think of uh, summer, I think of Dazed and Confused. Dazed and Confused. Oh, good one. <laughs> that one did not. Yes. Yeah, that's not Dazed one of Dazed Confused, shows. if you've ever seen it, that is my high school documentary. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> Almost verbatim. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, Dazed and Confused is, uh, is uh, Dustin's choice. And if you want to go with Dazed and Confused or any other movie that you I'm feel so like. jealous. That feels like <laughs> summertime to you. Uh, be sure to check out our social media pages. The poll is on our Twitter page and our Facebook page. They are pinned right there to the top, so you can't miss them. And again, we'll give you that information just a little bit, so where to find those and vote in our poll this week. Uh, new books this week that you're excited about. What do you think uh, is going to get out of here? Um, flying Immortal off the Hulk, shelf. number three. Yes, have um, you been that's reading? Been flying off the shelf. Have you been reading Immortal um, Hulk? I at haven't all? started reading it yet, but I've heard nothing but good things. Yeah, I it, have it on my list of. Stuff to, Stuff to get caught up on yeah, eventually someday when on. you get a day off. Um, number one <laughs> that came out this week is Life of Captain Marvel. Yes. I don't see that really flying off the shelf. Um, but it's a little early it's still. A number, it's a number yeah. one, so yeah. you never know. Yeah, maybe um, people will pick it up because the impending movie. Maybe they'll be yeah. like, I'll get ahead of the game. Exactly. Yeah, but exactly. If, it, if they'd waited till the first of next year to do that, that probably would have been a But other than that, it's, time. it's really not that big of a week for comic books. I mean, Immortal Hulk is, I mean, a lot of people are going to be excited for that one. Yeah, um, and why is that? Since I don't know what it is, just simply because I mean, uh, Bruce Banner's back as um, the Hulk. Oh, okay. And um, it's it's kind of a horror yeah, title. It's exactly. not a straight, it's yeah, kind of like a darker, darker feel to it. Yeah, oh, it's okay. like the Hulk's yep. kind of not a maniac, but he certainly uh, plays a little looser with morality. <laughs> He's it's not afraid to. It's a different twist on it. Yeah. So. Oh, okay. And Alex Ross is doing the covers for it, so they're which is fantastic. Gorgeous. I've been watching the. Uh, He's been posting a lot of the setup out in San Diego as they're getting ready. Oh, and the stuff, SDCC. So yeah. yeah. Yep. That should be starting, I think, this week. That's this week. Yeah. Yep. He's been posting a lot of uh, pictures from the setup out there. Uh, let's see. Any other new products? I know we talked about the uh, 
Infinity Gauntlet here. Anything else you guys have got in that you're excited about? or? Um, not that I've seen. Um, I didn't get anything in this week. Yeah. It wasn't, well, like I said, it was pretty kind small of a small week. week. Yep. So, I mean, we all need those small weeks, though. <laughs> to get yeah. that day off. <laughs> That's the my, only way you can pocket. get your day off. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, it's been a couple of weeks because I missed last week because of my car being a poop head. And, but I, <laughs> there's so much new stuff here. I was like, holy crap. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a couple of weeks since you've been in. Yeah. And then uh, I saw the back issue of the month is Batman it's still. Batman. Yep. So, if you need to come and, uh, find those one or two books that that you're still missing for your collection or if you're looking to start a collection you know come pick up some of those uh back issues you can get them on the cheap right now and you know maybe that's a place to start off that's kind of how i got started with my batman collection was picking up back issues and filling that out before you jumped into the new stuff or i mean if you don't even um want to do just the batman back issue of the month you can subscribe to us and you get back issues buy one get one free all the time all the time so what kind of comic books are you into like do you have any that you read all the time Um, i mainly read image comics i was gonna say yeah yours is not the the big two i know yeah um, I'm more about all about the story. Um, I collect uh, Marvel and DC uh, just simply for their artists and stuff yeah. like that. Gotcha. Um, but other than that, uh, I'm really big into uh, anything that Rick Remender writes. Mm-hmm. Um, Donnie Cates. Um, right. He's like super hot right now. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, Mark Millar, anything that he writes. Basically, the, like the big image names. Yeah, nice. Millar's got a uh, got a package deal going on. Netflix announced this week. Yep. I don't know if you've been paying attention to that. Yeah, or not, he's so, got. Uh, I think he's got a whole bunch of. He's like, got like it's either there. two movies and three series, or three yeah. series and two movies, or something like that. Oh yeah, yeah so. that's another. Um, I forgot the Magic Order number two mm-hmm. that came out. That's coming out today, so that's going to be a pretty exciting one too. Right on. Well, it is just about that time, so we're going to let you go. Appreciate you jumping in and joining us again one more time. <laughs> So let's take a look at some of those comic and comic-related headlines for this week. Uh, as we mentioned, as we alluded to, San Diego Comic-Con is this week, this weekend. Festivities so. kick off <laughs> tonight at midnight for different collect- uh, collectible stuff so, yeah, going it's, on sale. There will be a ton. <laughs> I mean, as, as a podcast titled Pop Goes the Culture, <laughs> we are going to be going through all the information over the next week or so and trying to figure out where to fit that into the upcoming episodes of uh, the podcast because there's going to be tons of TV news, tons of video game. Well, not as much video game. There's some. I saw there are a few people that had uh, booths set up for some video game and panels set up. Uh, but a lot of TV, a lot of movies, a lot of comics, collectibles, all that stuff. So... Uh, Get ready. It's going to be a busy, busy week uh, trying to sift through it and find the find the nuggets of gold in the in the shit that flows out of there. So. Yeah, that's what I've been watching my spirit animal, Kevin Smith. Uh, he was talking about they're going to be doing showing his uh, trailer. Or yep. No, the first the, episode, the first episode to the yeah. Hollyweed, and then he's going to be doing some IMDb interviews IMDb and stuff, stuff like yeah. that. And so they were kind of talking about some of the stuff going on, the different. Um, Oh, the different uh, panels that are going to be and stuff like that. And yeah. it sounds as exciting as, <laughs> as it always is. Ever, yeah. So. yeah, absolutely. Uh, so in comics specifically, uh, Dark Horse is going to has announced they're going to publish uh, R- Disney's Ralph Breaks the Internet comic, which is not a big deal. There's always comic tie-ins when there's movies. Uh, but the fun part about this one is it's going to be a choose-your-own-adventure comic. So... Uh, it's kind of like you know we kind of grew up on the well you you know if you remember the choose your own adventure books that we all read in elementary school where you know if this then turn to page thirty seven oh, if that turn to page oh, three okay. yeah know. yeah yeah so it's gonna be like that but it's gonna be a comic book with Red gotcha. Ralph, so that'll be fun kind of you know that whole that whole thing is all you know that whole property is about pushing some of those nostalgia buttons as it relates to video games oh, and yeah. stuff so. To uh, to take it into the comic books and be like, okay, what can we do in book form that'll kind of trip some of those same nostalgic triggers to decide to go with a uh, choose your own adventure? It's kind of fun. I think that'll be something to look at. Uh, and so yeah, now Wreck-It Ralph two comes out in when? November. It's yeah. uh, Thanksgiving week. Okay, and the book, the comic book, drops on November twenty first, which is the Wednesday of that week. Okay. So new comic book day that week. We'll have uh, the Wreck-It Ralph choose your own adventure nice. comic book. So. Smart, smart planning. It's almost like yeah. somebody got paid to do that. Figure yeah. that out. Well, somebody's <laughs> earning their money. 
Dynamite Entertainment, they've announced a couple things already. Uh, Dynamite and Hallmark are working together to put out a Rainbow Bright monthly comic book series, which comes out in October. Yeah, I've noticed like uh, the Funko character came out, uh-huh. and then there's been a couple other things. I'm like... Why Rainbow Bright now? Just that same thing. Is that nostalgic, you know? It's that whole, you know, hey, I grew up with this, which I remember Rainbow Bright, but it wasn't on my radar. I I didn't watch. I think it was a cartoon and and toys, you know, like the 80s. Everything was a cartoon and a toy line, so. Yeah, we. the only reason I do is because my cousins would come over, Mm -hmm. and one of them was a female, and uh, so. Was? She's no longer? No, no, she still is. As far as I know, she's. I, still, I was just asking. I mean, she's put still in. very brass and bowly. <laughs> so, but uh, she, uh, we would have to watch one of uh, hers and boy one show, of yours, one yeah. girl show, one boy, and it kind of almost worked out that way. I think we only had to switch channel once or twice to get right. You know, because we both enjoy like the Smurfs. You yeah, know, yeah. You can like always that. pick on Bugs Bunny or yeah. Whatever, yeah. So. So Rainbow Bright, making a comeback. That book, uh, number one, releases in October. Uh, Dynamite Entertainment also has tapped Mark Russell, who wrote the Better Than It Had Any Right to Be Flintstones uh, adaptation with DC and the Hanna-Barbera crossover stuff. Uh, He's going to be writing a new Lone Ranger series uh, for Dynamite. So interesting. Um, Yeah. It's one of those things where, you know, for a while there was that kind of uptick of Lone Ranger buzz when the movie came out and then it kind of fell hard. Then everybody watched it and they're like, and then there was no, (laughs) so somebody at Dynamite decided to, uh, to try to revive the Lone Ranger, which again, probably works better in comics than it does on, on the big screen. If they follow what a lot of people are doing and make it gritty. Yeah. And make it a little dark and not so sunshiny, maybe that will do something, you know? Or the opposite. Maybe they just keep it all fun and sunshiny and just because... I don't know. The movie movie was its own thing, but, you know, there's there's a place for in comics for for both, you know, the sunshiny and the gritty, and they just need to, like, kind of to your point, though, either way, they need to pick something and and stick with it. That's where I think the movie struggled was, is this a comedy? Is it an action movie? Is it a crime movie? What is this? Yeah, because there were moments of each of those that were in there that were, like, doable and likable, you know, but it was like... Pick one. (laughs) Yeah. So, and there's been a couple other shows that are like that that I'm like, what did I watch? I'm not sure what (laughs) I watched. I don't know how to feel about this. Uh, and Dynamite's also announced that they've tapped uh, Greg Pak to write a new James Bond series, uh, James Bond 007. Number one will release in November. So, again, riding the, uh, you know, there's the upswing and, you know, James Bond's becoming popular because there's a movie in production. And so, you know, tap into those things. Yeah, grab a hold of whatever licenses you can that seem to be on, this, on the rise and, yeah. and ride that up. I imagine you can't probably go wrong with a james bond oh yeah you know comic or whatever because it's if it's done right it kind of sounds cool you know oh yeah yeah and it's one of those properties that it's always going to be around it started as a literary character so yeah it's a good place a good thing to do yeah um and then on all these i mean they're picking the right it feels like the right creators for the job so uh, they've got stories they can tell so have fun tell those stories well the more you put out the better more options for everybody Kind of off the comic book thing, but one of the car shows I went to one time had several of the Bond cars, uh-huh. and it was just kind of neat to see them in real life, you oh, know, because yeah. I've never been like a, like, big oh my God, car, James yeah, Bond, yeah, you know, yeah. I'll watch the shows, but yeah. I'm not a big James Bond, like I won't actively go out and watch one, but if it comes on, yeah. I will, and right. I enjoy them, I enjoy them totally, but for me, you know, loving cars, you know, it's just like, oh man, those are nice cars, and they had them, you know, where, you know, uh, what was the, uh, I think it was Aston Martin had the guns that come mm-hmm. out of the thing. Out the front, yeah. So they had it all, you know. Tricked out, yeah. yeah it was awesome. I, this is, this this would fit in our uh, collectibles portion, but I'll mention it now because we're talking about it. Have you seen, you know, they have the Lego ideas thing where basically people can make their own Lego creations and submit them. And yeah. And then it gets enough votes, you know. And they've had a few things that have come out from that. Um, the one I saw this morning was a, it was an Aston Martin um, and it actually had a working like ejector seat, and it had a little screen that came up in the back that was bulletproof, yeah. and the guns that came out and stuff, all made out of Legos, you know, Lego set, and so nice. That, that was pretty cool. I was like, wow, I need to get oh, a hold of one of those. That's pretty cool. That's a wonderful idea to bring people oh, into yeah. 
I'd like to see. I have to look that up. Yeah, that I, awesome. I, I may have shared it on one of our social media things. I may not have. I may have. I can't remember. If not, I'll have to find it and do so. Uh, Netflix, uh, their Lost in Space reboot television series is going to get its own comic adaptation as well. Uh, Lost in Space Countdown to Danger is going to be published by Legendary Comics, and that will release this October as well. Did you watch the Lost in Space on Netflix? Oh, yeah, and I liked it way more than I thought, <laughs> Did you thought you were, Yeah, exactly. Because, again, that's another one that I wouldn't actively try to yeah. see or something, but this one, was it Dusty watched the first couple episodes? I think, yeah, I think he was one, no, Dusty was one that started us kind of yeah, putting it on the, the radar for us. Yeah. Whatever, and he's like, you need to watch it, and I'm like, well, you know, okay, I'll give it a shot. And holy cow, even the wife sat down. And then her sitting down watching <laughs> something that's very rare. Right. And she sat down and watched all. And she was like, do not watch another episode. <laughs> Until I come here. back in. Yeah. Yeah. So they're going to get a uh, comic adaptation. So that'll come out in October. Uh, Marvel is reviving, releasing some new, uh, six new What If series. They used to do these in the, in the, in the olden days when we were younger. Um, the what ifs are they take a character uh, and ask you know a what if question and they kind of write a comic book that's not in normal continuity. For example, uh, the title's coming out this October. One of them, uh, what if Spider-Man says you know it's asking the question, what if the radioactive spider instead of biting Peter Parker had bitten Flash Thompson, who's the jackass kind of the high school bully. You yeah. know? So it's kind of taking that you know well, Spider-Man's still Spider-Man, but he's in it for himself. He doesn't care about great responsibility. Okay. He's just doing his own thing. Have uh, they not... This is the first time they've done this? They've done or? what ifs. That's the first time they've done that that particular what if, this question. But yeah, they've uh, done kind of what if stuff back uh, in the, I know in the 90s. I wonder if sure. it was talked about possibly... They have. Or maybe in or the in works another, or something. Yeah, something. Uh, another one, uh, the what if Thor. Uh, you know, in the Thor stories, uh, Odin beats the frost giants, and then Loki comes and lives on Asgard and is raised as a uh, Asgardian. This is uh, what if Odin had lost and Thor had been raised with the frost giants. And so different take, looking at the scene, you know, what, how, what would be different? How would Thor be different if he was, you know, raised with the frost giants instead of raised as a god? The god of icebergs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and then talking a little bit about the, uh, the Peter Parker thing, uh, kind of tying in, but separate title. What if Punisher is saying, what if after watching Uncle Ben get gunned down, Peter Parker becomes the Punisher? So he's got, it's, you know, it looks like the Punisher, but he's kind of got the mask, the Spider-Man mask on, more like Venom-looking eyes and stuff, and the artwork I've seen, so Yeah, that one is one that I thought about, you know, too, a long time ago. It's like, man, I could have won a different one. Yeah, oh, absolutely, you know, and they're going to explore that in these, uh, I mean, in these books. I mean, they are New Yorkers, so. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the hatred of the city will drive you to do it. <laughs> And then the other three what-if titles, uh, Ghost Rider, X-Men, and Magic. So those will be coming out throughout the month of October uh, this year. Marvel, this one seems weird to me, but hey, whatever. Go with it. <laughs> Rising tides raise all boats. Uh, Marvel is partnering with uh, IDW, who's a different comics publisher, uh, to develop middle-grade comic books based on Marvel properties. So there's going to be like a comic book featuring Spider-Man for you know middle-grade readers. So you're thinking fifth grade to... I don't know, probably eighth grade kind of people. Okay, I was wondering published where this by, is going yeah, published by, pub, it's published by IDW. It's not actually published by Marvel, which yeah. is weird to me because if there's mo- if they really think there's money there, yeah, why is it why is it Marvel publishing their own books for that? But it's they're going to be putting out books uh, featuring Spider-Man, The Avengers, and Black Panther beginning this November. I don't understand the economics and the business side of it, but somebody above my pay grade apparently does. So we'll see. I, I well, think they'll do well. It's just why would you share the pie, you know? Yeah, so, um, I know when Odin was little, um, we would get him the little, like, cardboard books and stuff uh-huh. that was Spider-Man right. and Captain America and stuff like that. And, like, I mean, for there not being more, more than, like, ten pages or something, and I not pages, they were cardboard. But, yeah. yeah. Uh, it had a neat little story, and yeah. I liked the way it was drawn, and it was... You know, simple reading for, you know, kindergarten, right. maybe for second grade, something like that. 
And I thought it was a neat little idea, and I I kind of enjoyed reading them to him. Oh so, yeah, and then yeah. him reading me them eventually, you know, stuff. And yeah, well, I mean, clearly this is meant to be kind of a gateway into these characters, and and in this format, collecting them as comics for you know kids that you know are a little older, you know, middle age, you know, again thinking fifth grade to eighth grade, or so they're starting to get you know allowances or things yeah. like that. Um, I just I just don't understand. Like I said, if you're if you're wanting this to be kind of the entry to your characters, so that these younger kids, as they get older, they continue, they make that you know connection, and yeah. they want to collect these as they get older. Why are you handing that off to somebody else to do it for you? Unless you unless they've just got so much money over there, they're like, sure, here you go, yeah, Mate, do something with our character. I don't know. It doesn't make much sense to me, but it's. I mean, I it's don't interesting. Know. Take the, the the business side of it. The the idea of making books for kids to get them in hooked totally makes sense. Yeah, the idea of Letting one of your comp- and it's not DC, but letting one of your competitors do that with your characters, I, I don't know. Seems odd to me. But. Well, I mean, uh, I'm not familiar with that company's work, right. but do they? I wonder if they've already got everything set up to do that, so it just makes sense instead of dealing with that whole hassle of getting that kind of stuff going. Maybe just I go don't, with. I don't new- know what they would have to do other than just find artists and writers. You know what I mean? Because it's well, it's just comics. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know the format, how right. they're gonna, you know, what they're gonna put it on or what they're gonna do. I, I mean, well, I understand. I just don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, no, I, I know what you're doing. I just it just seems to me like if these are just gonna be comics, and you're yeah. Marvel, <laughs> the number one selling comic publisher the last few years, you know, consecutively. I don't. I just. Well, it could I don't be. Know. I mean, it could be just as simple as a good business thing. Good. Share some of the wealth with one of your smaller people to show, hey, we're good people over here at Marvel. We yeah, like but they're them. really not. <laughs> well, whether they're, 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 whether they're, they're, they are not, they're really good on paper. <laughs> yeah, so. I guess so. I uh, mean, I'm not saying that's the reason either. I <laughs> yeah, don't know, no, I know. Yeah, just spitballing ideas here. You know, if you can let the little guys get a piece of the pie too, it makes you look pretty good. So yep. I don't know. Uh, Marvel's also announced that <laughs> this one's fun. That they are going to have another X-Men series. X-Men Black will come out. Uh, They're going to give more details at San Diego Comic-Con. So that's just another color we get to announce and get to throw into our weekly lineup. I thought it was just like Storm was getting her own. No, I I think it's uh, it's, what I saw had the cover had uh, Magneto, so it may be more the anti-hero or even villainous side of it. But... uh, that so so right now we've thing. got let's see we've got blue and we've got gold and we've got red and I know I think they're missing one somewhere I think there's another one in there and then we're gonna add black so we'll just have the whole rainbow of X Men team up books and uh, why not uh, yeah, again know? if you get so, yeah, if people are buying it hey yeah I mean one. hey if it's gonna make if there's another sliver of pie added to the <laughs> exactly. money chart then why we'll, we'll hand you Spider Man the Avengers and Black Panther to make books for kids but we're gonna keep we're gonna add <laughs> another X Men book because we want that pie to ourselves I don't know. Who Whatever. Knows. Somebody at Marvel's making more money than I am. He's got that all figured out. Yeah. knows how that all works. Yeah, they're at least making a couple dollars more. So. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and October has five Wednesdays. And I only mention that because uh, in the comic book world, fifth Wednesdays can be different. A lot of these books are scheduled to come out, you know, the first or the second or the third. Oh. They kind of do a monthly yeah. rotation. Uh, DC has in the past and will continue in October to do another uh, crossover between their DC characters and the Hanna-Barbera characters that they have. Uh, in October, on October 31st, actually, which is Halloween, we are going to get a uh, Deathstroke Yogi Bear mashup book. Okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, a Green Lantern Huckleberry Hound book. A Nightwing Magilla Gorilla book. <laughs> yeah. The look, I mean, again, if we need cameras here so people can see the looks on your face yeah. here. Uh, and a Superman Top Cat book crossover. Okay. Um, well, now, like the last ones, <laughs> yeah. I dug the Flash and Speed Buggy. Right. Oh, yeah. Because it made I, sense. Even the Jammer John uh, Aquaman. Aquaman was <laughs> it was kind of fun. Kind of quirky. But I love the art of the Speed Buggy Flash uh-huh. one. That was awesome. Oh, I yeah. liked that a lot. And. Um, the Blue Falcon and uh, Super Suns, Blue Falcon, and then there was the last uh, one also had. Oh, I'm thinking. Oh, um, it was uh, Black Lightning and uh, Hong Kong Fui. Yes, and like those. Not only did I like the artwork of it, I like the idea. They're kind of, it, of fun, you know? yeah. But now this round is a little. <laughs> See, and with all of those, they're made sense. Speed Buggy and Flash yeah. made sense. Black Lightning, Hong Kong Fui made a little bit of sense. Um, 
Deathstroke and Yogi Bear. I don't know. The, yeah, we got makes a, a lot of sense. Killing uh, machine. Who have I we think, not used yet? Yeah. I think Yogi's killing his picnic baskets <laughs> with the food. In them. Well, I think what, and that's the only one that I looked into. Then he detailed, but I think the way it was set up was uh, Yogi Bear's like a crazed bear spirit that's like slaughtering people in Yellowstone, oh. and so the ranger calls in Deathstroke to take him out or something. Whatever, hey, <laughs> whatever you're gonna do, you know, I'm not, gonna, I'm not gonna. <laughs> I'll say pick them up, I'm sure, but because honestly, when I first heard about these other ones, I was like, okay, but even though these make less sense, <laughs> I'll, I'll hold my opinion until I flip through the books. So. Oh yeah, I wonder how many more fifth Sundays we have, and what, what we have left, who they've <laughs> not used yet, what's left on the table. Yeah, <laughs> that's kind of where we're at. Snaggletooth and Snaggletooth's got his own book every month. Yeah, uh, let's see, as he should, as yeah, as one would. <laughs> New on the shelves this week, we talked a little bit with Dustin, but uh, just to run through some of the books on the shelves this week, Image Comics has uh, Gideon Falls, number five, Kick-Ass, number six, nice. uh, Dark Horse has Buffy, the Vampire Slayer, season 12, uh, The Reckoning, number two, is out. Uh, they've been keeping that TV show going as seasons of comic books ever since it was canceled, so they keep that going. They're into season 12 now. Uh, IDW has, we were talking about them uh, partnering up with Marvel. This kind of give you an idea of some of the titles they do. Uh, Optimus Prime number 21 is coming out this week. Rise of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles number zero. That is a tie-in book with the new, the latest reboot of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles over at Nickelodeon. Yeah, our great, great, great. Great kids will still be doing <laughs> Getting some Ninja, kind of Ninja Turtles, Turtles or yeah. uh, Star Trek: The Next Generation, uh, Terra Incognita number one, and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Universe number twenty-four out this week. Uh, over at DC, Batman number fifty-one. It's the first Batman book issue since uh, the wedding that didn't happen. <laughs> so that comes out this week. Uh, Future Quest presents number twelve, Green Lanterns number fifty-one. Harley Quinn 46. This one's a fun mashup. Uh, Injustice, which is their video game that they've done. Yeah. Uh, Injustice versus Masters of the Universe, number one. It shows this week. So a jacked up DC Universe versus the Masters of the Universe. Yeah, that's actually... Uh, <laughs> you can be looking at that one on the shelf back there. Yeah, that sounds pretty cool. And uh, Justice League, number four, is out today as well. Marvel's got Avengers, number five. Immortal Hulk, number three. Again, if you haven't been reading those, a good one to pick up. Uh, Life of Captain Marvel, number one. Spider-Gwen, number 34, which I think may be... Spider-Gwen, number 34, may be the last of the Spider-Gwen books. Maybe. I think. I can't remember. Uh, Spider-Man, Deadpool, number 36. Thor, number three. Tony Stark, Iron Man, number two. Weapon H, number five. Uh, the Hunt for Wolverine and Infinity Countdown series continues. And this week... Your X-Men colors are red and gold. Red and gold X-Men this week from Marvel. Uh, Boom Studios has Adventure Time, number 25. Fraggle Rock, number 3. Power Rangers, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, number 29. Uh, Steven Universe, number 18. And WWE, number 19, all out this week. I forget from time to time, WWE is a... Has an actual ongoing uh, series. Yeah, ongoing, yeah. yeah. Even though I follow Rob on Twitter and uh, stuff like that, but he... He mainly shows like his art. Yeah, like I don't think he does. I don't think he does much with the comic. I yeah. think he does more of well, like me. when they have a special one-off comic, they'll get his him to do like the covers, like yeah. for WrestleMania or for summer. You know, some of the bigger well, pay-per-views. I forget, but yeah, you know, because yeah. at first I thought he was doing like right that, and, but uh, so that's why I forget that it's a <laughs> comic. I right, just, I just think of his art all the time. Yeah, uh, other comics out this week. Uh, Archie meets Batman sixty six. So they're having Archie and the uh, and the uh, the television Batman Batman sixty six meeting up in uh, Archie meets Batman sixty six number one. Uh, Grim Fairy Tales number eighteen this week. Invader Zim number thirty two and Jughead the Hunger number seven. I kind of dig the Archie horror stuff they're doing. I've been reading all of those and yeah. uh, the Jughead the Hunger is the one with Jughead and his and his whole family are werewolves and uh, that one's kind of fun. I'll be probably be looking at that one later on today yeah, as well. We've kind of touched on them here and there on the show, you know, and yep. it does sound pretty good. So. Yeah, they're, they're pretty fun. Uh, what we've been reading, I have been going back and forth through the uh, over at Mad Cave. You know, we talked about it a little bit last week on the show. They're doing their talent search and stuff, and I'm planning on entering. So I've been 
digging back through the Battle Cats uh, one through five, and then the first three issues of Midnight Task Force as research. But uh, yeah. digging those, enjoy. Yeah. <laughs> it's fun when you wife's like, "Are you looking at comics again?" No, honey, I'm researching. I'm researching for a potential. Yeah. <laughs> thing. Uh, so yeah, those are fun. I've been digging back through those, and then I'll, like I said, we'll be picking up some of the books this week. Uh, I'll be grabbing. I know Batman, Future Quest, and uh, Jughead. Um, but if you're still interested in the uh, Mad Cave Studios talent search, um, we talked about, like I said, last Wednesday, so you can go back and listen to that episode, uh, or you can just go straight to um, madcavestudios.com and find out about that. They're looking for up to four writers and four artists, so if you're looking to get into this business, that could be one way to get in. Yeah, and they seem like good people, too, so I'm sure yeah. they're going to treat everybody right because oh, yeah. they want to keep expanding that business and... I'm sure this is a step in doing that. Oh, absolutely! Very thing. Yeah, they're they're looking to expand. They're looking to roll out some more. So, uh, I, I know they'll be at New York Comic Con in October because that's when and where they're going to announce the winners of the uh, of the contest who they decide to go with. But uh, yeah, they're they're good people. They like a lot of the same things we like, and uh, I wish them the best of luck. And whoever, everybody that applies, wish good luck. Uh, hopefully, they'll find the four artists and the four writers they want and can continue hopefully to crank out some... Joey Mills. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> and uh, they can continue to crank out some good work because both of those books that they put out... Uh, have you looked at the... Min- I know we talked about Battlecast. Have you looked at Midnight Task Force at all? Have you I have to? not gotten a chance to. I keep going back to do it, and then something... It's been crazy oh, between yeah, the yeah. car and <laughs> trying to... Because yeah. you know, now we're, we, were, we were down to one car, so then we have to rearrange everything oh, yeah. to... So that's been a little bit crazy. Now that it's back in the groove again, I want to check it out because yeah. I, I enjoyed the hell out of Battle Cats. So. Yeah, uh, Midnight Test Force is a different book, which is fun. Uh, it's more adulty. It's uh, definitely got it's, it's got that, you know, you could tell the 80s were a big influence on these guys because Mark wrote this uh, Midnight Test Force as well, and it feels like in the 80s what we thought the future would be like, meaning that there's a lot of people with, you know, mohawks that are multicolored and kind of that whole cyberpunk, you know, nice. thing. So I, I love the cover art when you were showing yeah, me yeah. that. I was just like, wow, that that right there is enough to catch you, you know, make you, if you're like if it was on a shelf of all the other comic books and you got a good viewing of it, you'd be like, wow, what is that? You know, yeah, yeah. so. No, it's, yeah, it's certainly, uh, it's definitely one that, uh, to read it's kind of got a murder mystery thing going on it's it's a lot of fun uh let's see our social media poll question before we dive into the uh, collectible side of things our social media poll question for the week again as we asked dustin is what is for you the definitive summertime movie what movie screams summer to you when you watch it uh our choices were and i'll kind of go through in the in the order that they are leading the poll right now uh, right now in first place is The Sandlot, which I believe this is the 25th anniversary of The Sandlot this Something, year. Something, yeah. I, saw, I just saw that earlier today. And I only know that because, surprise, surprise, the Funkin'. So the Sandlot? Yeah, Dustin's asking. Yes, yeah, Sandlot was one of the choices. It's leading the pack right now. Do you want to change your vote? <laughs> no, okay. <laughs> All right, Days and Confused is still his vote. But, uh, yeah, The Sandlot is leading with 30%, or I'm sorry, 50% of the vote. Excuse me. Nice. Uh, in second place right now is Stand By Me with 37% of the vote. Another great one. Uh, Meatballs is in third place with 13% of the vote. I know it's not great, but I still <laughs> love that movie. It's still, hey, it's a summer movie. Any of those camp movies, there's a few of them, too. Gotta love the intro song. That's what I like. <laughs> yeah. And, uh... Odin still hasn't voted for himself yet. He's bad about that. He hasn't voted yeah. for himself. Uh, Odin's choice of uh, Mamma Mia is not there yet. Yeah, that well. No votes yet. It's up against some pretty stiff competition with the first two. And then yeah. Dustin's and choice, I was like, oh, my God, I like that even better. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you can go in and vote on that. The poll is open at, until noon on Friday. The This Friday is, what, the 20th, I think? So you got till noon on Friday to vote. And there have not been a ton of votes cast, so this thing could swing wildly in either direction. Uh, but in order for that to happen, you need to log in and vote. You can vote on, uh, on Twitter. You'll find the poll pinned right to the top of our Twitter page. It's uh, at PGTC Podcast on Twitter. You can comment on Facebook. Uh, you can find it, again, pinned right to the top of our Facebook page at facebook.com slash Podcast. You can email us your vote if you'd like. It's popgoestheemail at gmail.com. 
And you can, of course, call and leave us your vote on the hotline if you'd like. It's 417-986-7842. And again, leave us uh, your comment on which is your favorite summertime movie, and we will use your comments in an upcoming episode, probably the Saturday episode, when we sit down and go through the votes. Yeah, that's a good time to do it. <laughs> Seems like the right time, doesn't it? <laughs> Links to all that and more on our website at www.pgtcpodcast.com. Uh, collecting, collecting, collecting. Remember? Do you remember when we talked about the uh, original hand-drawn map of the Hundred Acre Woods going up for auction? Yeah, yeah. And they had originally had said they thought it would fetch about one hundred and thirty to two hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. We both thought, really? You think that's all? Because yeah. you know we've seen some of these yeah. weird auctions that are like. I remember what I said, but I know it was way higher than that. Yeah. Well, the auction it was held uh, at Sotheby's and. The original hand-drawn map of the Hundred Acre Woods, which was used in all the original uh, A.A. Mill and Winnie the Pooh books, kind of on the inside cover, you know, when you opened up there, uh, ended up going for $571,000, which is a record for any book illustration. So, yeah, that number did seem a little low when they floated it out yeah. there. I was that felt more like an opening bid than it did, like, where they thought it would end to me. But I thought I'd... I may be wrong on this, but I was thinking I thought around four hundred. I, I was going to say I thought you said around four hundred thousand yeah. too. So we're we, even that was a little bit, but yeah. it was closer to where it really came out. Yeah, hey, you know, just a hundred thousand. <laughs> you know, hundred seventy thousand here or there. <laughs> I mean, I you know, just donate that back to him or something. Hey, we don't need this. Yeah, no. So I was only expecting four hundred thousand. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah. You guys can just keep this. All right. Uh, so I don't know. They've got the Funko Fun Days coming up. Yep. Real soon. Is that? Is this this week or is it? Yeah. I think it is this week. Yeah, it's this week. It's um, They're going with the uh, 80s high school prom theme. Yeah. You uh, can actually watch it. They're going to be it streaming online. it and you yeah. can uh, potentially win some. Some swag. Some swag, some prototypes they give away sometimes and then some more ex- like the ex- show exclusives right. and stuff like that. So That is this week. Uh, just. Kind of quickly, and I mean, we're not going to go into a lot of depth on all these, but uh, since we last talked, some of the fun things, products they've uh, kicked out, uh, they're going to be doing a set of Power Rangers pops. I don't yep. know if you've seen those. Unmasked. Uh, Christopher Robin pops. Have you seen those? I have, and those are, I those like, look really good. I like <laughs> what they did with those. Uh, those are going to be, do you, you may not know, they look like they would naturally be a good fit uh, to be flocked. flocked. Yeah. I think they're going to have some chases that are flawed, flawed. Okay. but they've already got that look anyway. Right, yeah. So, I mean, I think you can't go wrong unless you're just a, I'm going to go ahead and call them chase queens. <laughs> they've got a, I can Chasing only have. Chasing queen. Yeah. So, I mean, if you want to, if you're just a person that's got to have it and you have it flocked, but I mean, they, they look so good anyway. Oh, so. yeah. I was just looking at them, I was like, wow, those have got, they've got to have flocked variants of that or something. So. Yeah, it's such a good call to not only do that for the movie, right. of course, Which is, but yeah. to give them that look. It, that, going back to what Joey's always saying, nostalgia. nostalgia. So, yeah, I, I like those. The wife likes those, too. So. Yeah. Uh, Jollibee. I didn't know much about Jollibee, but I love any sort of the retro advertising stuff. Those yeah, that is a chain from the Philippines. Yeah, so I, yeah. And so they're only they were talking about maybe doing releasing into other places, but they have finally decided no, nope, only do in the overseas. Philippines. Yeah. So That's, I'm sure everybody that knows any knows Army anybody of anybody. Oh yeah. Whatever, like, <laughs> yep. Give me some of those. Get yeah. get all you can buy and yeah. bring them back here. And yeah. Oh yeah. You just ship them over here and we'll sell them. I don't know. They may already be warned about you know people poaching them yeah selling them yeah because i imagine you'll fetch a pretty good penny just because the rarity oh, of yeah, it yeah. absolutely uh tailspin pops one of those shows yeah. uh, the disney afternoon shows yeah i saw the i don't remember the names but the bear that Bal- the it was blue but was from blue? the jungle book but okay. yeah it wasn't he didn't act anything like the jungle book but yeah same guy yeah him and the um what was it the monkey yeah, I think uh, the orangutan, yeah, Louis. Orang- yeah, yeah, Louis. Yeah, those two are like the ones everybody have been noticing. Are like, oh my god, I got to have. You know? Yeah, yeah. So then, also with the 25th anniversary of uh, Hocus Pocus, that's yep. I was uh, gonna get to those shoot. Yeah, those are coming out this October, right, right around Halloween. Yeah, those are Spirit of uh, Halloween exclusives. So, so pop Spirit into one of those stores. Yep. Yeah. We get we get one of those pop up here every year. It seems like. Yeah, yeah, we get two to three depends yeah. on what they where can, it is and yeah. yeah. What's available we, to We can't out. pre-order on the site, and uh, I only know that because I'm going to. For my wife. <laughs> yeah. The wife wants those. So. Oh, yeah. 
another series of Friends Pops. Have you seen the Friends season, yeah, Series 2 Pops? I, I love it because it's like a couple of them are from that episode where they kind of flash back. Yeah. And they, he's got the flock of seagull hair uh, Chandler does. Yeah. And Ross has got that you know cheesy mustache. Yeah. And, um, I know the Chase one of that is actually kind of cool as Monica from the vacation where she had the frizzy hair. Oh, yeah, yeah. Now, I think it... I would have liked it more if she would have had the braids yeah. because her hair was so crazy. She had to do something with it, so she got them in right. the braids. I think that one would have been a little kind of cooler, but still pretty neat. Yeah. And, of course, with them doing the Mr. Bean turkey on his head, yeah. now every character, including her that did the little dance with the turkey on her head. Yeah. And so everybody with a turkey on their head is getting a pop, pop now. <laughs> <laughs> we've, got, we've got the mold date. All we got to do is just change out. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, let's see. And, of course, gearing up for uh, the 13th Doctor at San Diego Comic-Con, there'll be a 13th Doctor pop. And then uh, I kind of dig the Rock Candy line of figures they've done recently. I know my kids have picked up a couple of the Harry Potter ones of those, but they'll have a 13th Doctor well, they, uh, Rock Candy figure as they've well. They've had such a trouble, even from the beginning, of selling them. Yeah. People just don't like them. So they've kind of – it looks like they've upped their game a little bit yeah. on them. So. Yeah. And the Doctor Who, the 13th Doctor, that actually looks really good. I'm not a Doctor Who fan, but it does look really good. Absolutely. And then they uh, have, I don't know if you saw them online, the glow action figures. Yeah. Have you seen those? Yeah, and I do like it because Zoya looks amazing. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It literally looks like a little mini her. Yeah. (laughs) The... the other one is okay, you know, but right. the I love the Zoya character and I love that actress anyway. So yeah, <laughs> so that is, uh, I mean, tons. Uh, we could spend hours just talking about all the exclusives at San Diego Comic Con. Uh, yeah, that you know, and I, we touched on this a little bit last year. I did. Um, you know, they go with this lottery system for everything out there, and they're actually going to start yeah. applying the lottery system to uh, getting autographs now. Really? So if you go up to an artist, you know, most cons, you, the artists make their money selling autographs. You know, it's like, I, yeah. I'll sign, you know, for however much, I'll sign however many items or whatever. And and even beyond the money-making part, you know, you always hear artists saying, that, you know, ha, you know, having done a few of these, they don't even like to get pulled out to do an hour of a panel. They want to stay at the table because that's where they're talking to people and they're, you know, as we've noticed with the podcast, that whole, that, that FaceTime you get with potential customers you know whatever it might be yeah. that, whether with us whether it's you know hey people that might listen to the show for them it's people that might pick up my book or whatever that's that's huge that's that's priceless you know yes you can sell your autograph for money but that facetime with people's prices but even now they're going with a lottery system on the autograph so if you want an autograph from one of the top artists working at you know in comics out at and they're at san diego comic-con all lottery system you put your name in the hat and you hope that you get drawn to go stand in line to get the autograph and again yeah. it's it's San Diego Comic Con so it's kind of like you know, moving the cattle through the chute you know yeah. it's, you know you don't get that discussion which you know I don't know I think that there are things they could do to improve that and they've kind of lost the comic piece of it almost because there's so it's so much about the exclusive merch and it's so much about the celebrity panels and yeah. you know that stuff that it I, almost feels like they need to have it broken out a little bit throughout the week, you know, where... Well, I, I may be a little wrong on this, and I'm sure someone may correct me or may not, I don't know, but I want to say that this year's kind of wonky in that a lot of the celebrities have stuff going on that mm-hmm. their times out there are, like, cut way back oh, because yeah. they have to get to movies yeah, or they yeah, have to get yeah. to TV or well, something. It's gotten to so. the point, yeah, where now we're... The whole city is booked around that weekend, basically every year, that week, every year now. So it's, yeah, it's, okay, I'm going to do this panel, and I'm going to be at this show, and then I'm going to be at this club doing my stand-up stuff, and then I'm going to be at this movie premiere, and I'm going to be, so yeah, they've kind of, you know, when this week rolls in, everything's gotten to the point where it's, it's kind of lost what it started as, which was a comic book convention, you know, like I said, it's, it's almost like they need to do, okay, well, if we're already blocking out the week anyway, let's just say, Vendor Day, Merchandise Exclusives Day is Monday, Tuesday, and Comics are Wednesday, Thursday, and Celebrity Panels are Friday, Saturday, and Sundays is just a catch-all, whatever's left. You know, some, I don't know. I don't know that that's the right thing because a lot of people are there for a lot of things, but yeah. a lot of people are going out there for multiple days. Anyway, people aren't just popping in for Saturday. You know, they're they're going out there for for the whole convention experience. So let's maybe spread it out so that you don't have. 
I don't know. It feels like, like now it feels like, for example, Funko is competing with the comic book artist yeah. for people's time because you've only got so yep. many hours a day and most of that time spent standing in line waiting for something. So, and I've, I from what know. I've understood, I've started following a bunch of different people on Instagram and that's, or not Instagram, sorry, uh, on uh, YouTube and uh, mainly because I like watching YouTube while I'm sanding hats right. or, or doing different things like that. So it's great time killer. So I'm kind of picking up some more, and I'm noticing that a lot of them are, like, saying even the public is kind of, uh, you know, against San Diego because they've backlash, gotten yeah. so far away from what they used to be. Yeah. And to the point that, like, the New York Comic Con, people are actually looking more forward to that oh, because yeah. they've gotten back to the comic books, the collect, not not so much the collectibles, but different, like, not like it's, the it's less Hollywood, names, yeah. But other, the smaller, like the uh, independent people trying right. to get their originals out and stuff like that, that it's becoming, it's going back to that. So, yep. like some of the people I follow is like, normally we have a thing at both, but this year we're just doing New York because it's got a better feel. It's yep. got a whole different uh, vibe and they're getting back to how they used to be. Now, I don't know how true that is, but that's why no, I've heard a lot, I've heard a lot of the same as well. That yeah, and, and, you know, for the longest time, it's been San Diego Comic Con was always the number one, yep. and then New York Comic Con was always you know a distant two, but yep. two well ahead of the threes and the pool of yep. you know the smaller ones like you know the regional stuff. But yep. uh, but yeah, it feels like yeah, New York's decided based on what they've seen and heard from people that attend San Diego. It's like you know we don't want to get to that point. Let's keep it. Let's go ahead and just you know plant our flag and say we are focusing on the comic side of it, and you know those which makes things. sense because that'll separate them. Yeah, exactly. Because you know, San Diego's like we're not changing, we're doing yeah, we're quite getting, good. We're, we're getting yeah all this down here. So yeah, exactly. So New York could be like, well, this is what we do, and it makes sense. And I mean, New York's kind of the home of where comics really got started. You know, yeah. with the New York, the publishing industry and stuff, and and if San Diego wants to be you know just basically you know an offshoot of Hollywood, and hey, we're gonna have all your movie stars. Promoting the next big blockbuster superhero movie, and and you know, and Funko's just going to swing down the coast, and they're going to have their exclusive. Then that's great; they can do that. And then yep. New York will come in later on and be like, "Hey, you know, we're just keeping it, you know, comics focused and related." And yeah, because these things are basically, you know, some people's Disneyland trip. Yeah, exactly. You know, some people go to those theme parks. Other people wait for the Comic Cons yep. to take their vacations because you know you got to stay at least a couple of days oh yeah not, you know make a long weekend out of it and yeah by the time you you know pack up and have your long weekend and get home and unpack you know yeah it's that's so. one of odin odin's goals he wants is when he gets done with schooling and you know gets into a career he's like he goes i want to take you to san diego comic-con dad i was like Buddy, we'll have to see because that's <laughs> I don't know that be, I want to do that. I I'm not a young man anymore. <laughs> I was like, I don't, and my patience for crowds gets less and less. So yeah, he's like, hmm. I was like, but you know, I'm not going to say no. Oh yeah, yeah, we'll get there. You when you got that option, yeah, when that's a possibility, yeah, then we'll have the discussion. Yep. Yeah, that's one where uh, I've heard a lot of people say you you want to go once and you only want to go once. Yeah, see now for me, I'm not a I, I don't care to meet the people. I don't care. To, right. I don't even do that Planet Con. Right. Even though I bump into you uh, know like people the, all the time. Yeah, yeah the smaller ones. Yeah, you'll be pissing next to somebody in the bathroom. You know? Yeah, and, and that's the kind of the neat thing because pissing next know, to the celebrities. <laughs> you, you stand looking at the Batmobile like we did the one day, and Ming Chen. You know, maybe he's not an A lister. But people still know who he is. Yep. He was a super cool guy. He didn't have to talk to us. No, no. Know? He could just be like, whatever, people, you know, blah, blah. But I've I've got had Mr. Sulu walk by <laughs> me, you know, George yeah. Takai. And I was like, hey. And he's like, hey. You know. And standing in line for food and Kevin Smith's coming Kevin over Smith talking comes, to us. Yeah, yeah, Kevin Smith comes up and then. Yeah, got the guy who plays Chewbacca. I was like, yeah. holy. He's like, hey, how you doing? And I'm like, good. He's like, you enjoying the show? I'm like, I am. He's like, all right, have a good one. I'm yeah, just like, you, you, don't, you don't get that at uh, San Diego because no. everything, you know, it's almost like how Disney World, you never see the secret tunnels underneath yeah. this stuff. <laughs> the like, chair drops yeah. down yeah. underneath yeah. the thing. So like San Diego's got the whole, they've got their whole backstage <laughs> area mapped out where these people never have to run into anybody they don't want to have yeah. to run into, so. But you got the smaller ones, they don't have that luxury. So it's, you know, you need to go here, you go right across here. We'll send some yeah. people out to help keep the crowd back. Because they all have to go to the bathroom. So yeah, just so hang we out all, by we the all bathroom. You'll see every celebrity. Exactly. <laughs> okay, that's, yeah, that's, our, that's, our, that's, our, that's our convention tip for the week. You, you may get removed by security. <laughs> I can't promise. He's been that. standing there all day. <laughs> 
Oh, well, tell us what you think uh, of what we ought to be talking about each and every week. Top headlines. Uh, I haven't even started putting together the weekend show yet, so there's plenty of time <laughs> for you to influence uh, what we talk about this weekend. Uh, send us what you think we ought to be talking about each and every week on Twitter. Uh, again, we're at PGTC Podcast. Uh, on Facebook, facebook.com slash popgoestheculturepodcast. Uh, you can email us your thoughts at popgoestheemail at gmail.com or call the hotline at 417-986-7842. And if you say, hey, did you guys see this? That, you know, we'll, Like I said, we'll use your recorded segments on upcoming show, and we'll talk about whatever it is that you think we ought to be talking about. So, Yeah, and on a little hope, side note yeah. for all my fellow pop collectors, good luck tomorrow. If you're starting at midnight, <laughs> you can go on and you can try to get on those sites yep. more than um, locally here in Springfield if you're listening. I'm understanding that Hot Topic is open at 9 o'clock, so you can get over there to the mall and get your exclusives, and then GameStop, Barnes & Noble, all those. Good luck, because I'm going to be out there with you. So. <laughs> we, we need to send you out with a camera and, uh, so we can get some video segments to yeah, work into another I'm gonna, show. I'm going to send the kids to Barnes & Noble, and I'm going to go to the GameStop, and then after that, we got to go record the podcast, and then... And I got to see if they're going to open early. If they open early enough, I may try to hit a couple GameStops before I come. Before you so. get back, yeah. Because I am looking for the Ant-Man, and I am looking for the Mark 1s. So. There you go. So good luck to you. I'm hoping to get. So yeah. wish me luck, folks. Good luck I wish to everybody luck. out there hunting. Uh, hunt, I'd Probably not grails tomorrow, but hunting for any that you can find, what you're looking for to help. Shit, uh, those may be grails. It could be time. for somebody. Yeah. That, that Mark 1 looks amazing. I guarantee yeah. that's going to go for big money when oh, it's yeah. all said and done. Uh, you find links to all that and more again on our website, www.pgtcpodcast.com. And be sure to subscribe on your podcast player of choice to Pop Goes the Culture Podcast. So you'll know when those new episodes are available. Like Kenny said, we'll be recording tomorrow at the Alamo Draft House here in Springfield. Uh, we'll be in the back lot at 11 o'clock. We'll be kind of off in a little corner. But I'll tell you what, if you've got the day off, if you've got a lunch break coming up, you can get out a little early. Uh, come on out and join us. Just pull up a yeah. chair and grab your drink and your there food. There may be and, room on the couch even. So. Oh, absolutely. So just come on over and uh, sit down and chat with us. We'll talk to you uh, whatever you know you want to talk about as far as movies go, like, whatever yeah, we're talking about. We like meeting new people. Absolutely. Uh, and then this Saturday, we'll be back in the home studio talking about the week in pop culture, telling stories. <laughs> Probably tell us some uh, stories you don't want to hear about. Letting our jaw drop, <laughs> that's what Dusty's going to say. Uh, taking your comments and whatever. Uh, and then if we're in the if we're in the wish and luck mood, uh, we've got a meeting coming up tomorrow night about some yep. stuff. We may be uh, doing some more things with the podcast. So uh, kind of wish us some luck on that as well. Any of your most positive vibes you want to throw out there for anybody, uh, certainly uh, send some our way. We're uh, hoping to do some more fun things uh, for our listeners. So. Send some our way and we'll return a favor. Absolutely, man. Put it all out there. If you've enjoyed today's show or any of our podcasts, please, um, as you're subscribing on the podcast player of choice, go in and leave us a review if you would. Uh, you can just slap a couple stars on there. You can type in some text, whatever makes sense to you. It just takes a couple seconds and it really does help us out, get some uh, visibility and some new listeners. So we certainly appreciate it if you would go in and do that for us. Yes, and, we would. And again, if you need anything this week, if we can put a smile on your face, if you're having a rough go of it, if you could use some positive energy, some love out there, uh, hit us up on social media or email or on the hotline, and we will throw some out there your way. We'll encourage our uh, followers on social media to do the same. And again, as we always say, it just takes a second and it doesn't cost you a penny to you know, extend a hand, wave, smile, whatever you can do to help brighten someone's day. You know, let them cut in front of you in line at the grocery store, whatever the case might be. Yep. You know, do what you can. Be kind to each other because uh, we're all in it together and none of us getting out alive. So take a yeah. minute to, to be nice to one another while you're here. Yeah, don't know what your beliefs are, but it don't hurt. <laughs> it doesn't awesome. really matter. Yeah. You know, good cheer to people and uh, you know, score you some points. Absolutely. <laughs> all right, well, that's going to wrap it up for this week's show. We hope you have a good week. Catch us tomorrow again out at the Alamo Draft House uh, for. Kenny Wright and Dustin. I've been Joey Mills, and we're going to get out of here. We're gone. Later. Talk to you later. See ya.